Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, this is Helena Steiner Hornstein with our wondrous world, this world so full of wonders. And here we are again. It's been a while, hasn't it? First of all, I'm not in my home studio, and I am not always, but it somehow has worked. Today, everything is different because I'm in Sweden, and I don't have what I'm usually using around me. So I don't know if this is being recorded even and was set up in a different way. And also it was set up for me here Swedish time, but somehow it got messed up and was set up for American time instead. So it is seven o'clock at night here in Sweden. Still daytime. I was just outside and it's cool, really cool. I was wearing something on my head. I was wearing a scarf and a nice warm jacket. And, you know, once you're outside, you really love the air here. It's so fresh. It's so crisp. It's so clean. You notice you can breathe. And I'm almost getting poetic with this air here because you feel so good from it. So once you dressed right, and of course, I am from Florida, so they say your blood is getting thinner once you are out of Florida and somewhere else. So maybe that's the reason why I'm so cold. You know, once I'm inside, I'm, you know, it's 50 degrees so in the 50s rather. And at night goes down to 40s. And I think the other night was almost freezing point. But, you know, in the daytime when the sun comes back, everything is so much better, like with everything else. And yes, you want to reach me? Yes, I have email. And you can call me uh, or you can send me emails all through the show all through the year all through the week anytime and my email address is Dr. Helena D-R for Dr. Helena my first name info short for information at yahoo.com or you can also send an email to because somehow with Yahoo recently it hasn't always worked and I cannot hear in Sweden even reach my regular Yahoo that easily. But I found a way now to do that. So, But the other address is Activale. A-C for Charles. T for Tom. I-V for Victor. A-L. Love. E for Edward. Well, that's it. At gmail.com. Sorry. At gmail.com. And here again. I thought I was giving you a very smart title today about the power of self, which is called something very, very important. But it isn't that original, my God, you know. There have been lots of books written about the power of self and the psychologists. They have been speaking about self, you know, that self with capital S. And they talk about the over-self and the super 
self and the under self and God knows what. I'm just talking about you because that's the one I'm talking about and to all the time. You are the one I want to speak to because nowadays, and I see that particular coming to Sweden, I'm going to tell you why, how there is some kind of robotism, or what shall I call it, going on. Some kind of way or intention to try to, try to turn us into robots. Yes, I mean that. Which means that we are losing ourselves. We are losing the power of self, of that power within us, that incredible power within us. Is something that you can set into motion. Yes, you set that motion into movement of self. It's through your, your wishes, through your intention and desire that you are something more. You know, that you can do more, that you can achieve something more, that you are free in you. You are free to decide who you are. It's not some kind of government going to decide how you're going to think and feel about life. And, you know, the first thing that we actually love to have the freedom, the freedom to love whatever you want or whoever you want to love. To have that freedom and to walk to whatever place you want to go to. To be able to play whatever music you love. To read whatever book you want to read. So freedom is very much on the road to empowering yourself. You know, when you have that, you made the decision that you want to do something. And uh, you start to go into your values and see what everything means to you out there and how to use those values. Because through life, we begin to create the values to ourselves and we begin to follow them. And if you're a good person, you know, you make good values and that makes you happy and happier. And when you're happy, you attract love. You also attract good health and you overcome problems much more. But what I wanted to see tell you when I come here to Sweden, where first I was in the country for weeks. Oh my God, it was so beautiful. It has rained a lot in Sweden, so at least uh, this year it has rained a lot. And it was so green and lush and almost tropical where I was in the western, southwestern part of Sweden. And the weather was so fantastic. You know, like 70s, upper 70s, to make it so nice and agreeable and so different from Florida in the summer. 
it was a true pleasure. And again, I'm almost making a poem <laughs> to tell you how beautiful it was and how good it felt to experience that after all this time living in Florida because of the pandemic. So it was really nice to get out of the heat, the Florida heat, a little bit more tempered climate. But then that was the country. Then I came to Stockholm and I have a condo, you know, not apartment here in Stockholm. And uh, I love Stockholm and I, I really, really enjoy Swedish people. And I have a lot of listeners to this show as well. And that's why I'm speaking out a little bit about my experience. Well, I knew it before I came here that, oh no, don't have any cash because no one will take your cash. It started already three years ago. And of course, it really broke loose during the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, they said, oh, we're not going to touch that money. Or they were told not to have any cash because we just spread germs around. So it was very easy to convince people to use their cards. And again, when you have a card here, a credit card, actually it's a debit card, I believe. So when people use their cards, they only accept playing cards, it seems. So then you don't have to touch anything except for your card. So you get those playing cards, but then all cards require a code. Not all machines, but very often. And I noticed that very quickly, wanting to get gas at an unmanned station in the forest. (laughs) And here we needed gas. And I put in my American credit card because on that particular card, I always get extra bonus for gas. It was not a gas card. It was just a card. It would give me more points, five points or something for gas. So I thought, oh, yes, gas is expensive here. Do you know that gas in Sweden, I believe, if I try to convert, is $10 a gallon. And America, you know, Florida was $4 a gallon, and we thought it was the end of the world. Well, how about $10 a gallon for you, ladies and gentlemen, in the United States of America? Now you can complain. But people didn't do that much. I haven't heard much of complaint for the gas. It was probably $5 a gallon, you know, before this started. But just, you know, this is not only America with that problem, the gas problem, the world. So we have it. But anyway... I couldn't get gas from that card because I didn't have a code on my American credit card. Oh, no. I had to pull out my Swedish card. And the Swedish cards, they all have codes, you know, the passcode, so to speak, the four numbers. So then everything was all right. But I say this, if you're going to visit Europe, you know, you have to be prepared it's a different world in so many ways. And you come to Sweden, it's even more a different way of life. It's actually more a world of control. Yes. You know, if we don't have access and freedom to our money, 
or with our money. The beginning of slavery. That is even dangerous. Let's say Russia wanted to take over Sweden. What would they do? I mean, with tanks and bombs? Oh, no, they wouldn't even bother. All they would do would be to just hack into the banking system. And now you had control over everyone's card, everyone's finances, everyone who had salary and assets, anything, because you need money to buy food. So people buy food. If there is milk or fruit or anything, you have to put it on your card. And now everyone knows what you have bought, where you bought it, and how often you buy potatoes or a beer. Everything is controlled. Kwe cards, I love cards, but when you only can use cards for everything at all times, that is controlled. And it's not even safe. And I don't understand how this can happen because cash, there are no cash registers out there for cash. It's only for cards. And people are not trained how to handle cash. They don't know what it is. It was that way last time I was here three years ago that I like cash because then I feel I'm more in control of my money. But of course, there are times when I really welcome the card. So we should. Please, America, listen to this. You give your powers away, but also you can give your freedom away to a foreign power. All they have to do is just to hack, and everything can be hacked. I tell you, that's what I've heard. Everything can be hacked one way or the other. They hack the banking system, and they stop all payments, everything. And now they will have a hungry population, a population without food and gas and whatever they need. People are stuck in their homes. So that is one thing. I see that is also the way the government can take over your life. Your own government can suddenly control you and do the same thing with your money, with your life. And I'm not one of those believing conspiracies. I'm just looking at this as a reality. And that's why I want you to develop yourself, your power, your own individual power, and put freedom first. Going back to this with control, do you know whatever business there is in Sweden, if it's my masseuse or my bakery, or my vegetable stand. They all have a little black box connected directly to IRSS. So every little thing that people buy, and of course you can only pay with, with a card, goes directly and reports it to the IRS. So they know exactly how much money you're making. And you cannot make money on the side because again, you cannot take cash. You cannot use cash. So this is what I would call total control over you. And how do you start to survive that? Well, the power of self. 
start to strengthen yourself. And I'm sure you probably don't mean know what I mean by that. But it's something important, you know, to know about who you are. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you like and don't like? Maybe you should make a list. I say this about a lot of things. Make a list. One, and have this, you know, have a page, a white page, and written white page, and draw a line, just a vertical line in the center. And one side you put what you like, and the other side you put what you don't like. And you, and that's how you find out what you like. And then you can say the same thing about you. What do you like about you? The good sides about you. And the other side about you that you don't like and that you want to improve. And you have that also. And you can look at each thing you see. And you can cross out or you can see how you can improve that or how you can get rid of something. It's actually a very good way of finding out more about you. Because in a way, most people don't know who they are and where they are going. Ah, am I talking too much? Well, that's why you listen, isn't it? I just want you to be happy. And someone might say, but I'm very happy the way it works here in Sweden. You know, I must admit, coming here, I think it works pretty well. It's like I say about I-95, the motor road, you know, highway in, in Florida. When it works, it's really, really good. It's like everything. When your medication works, it's fantastic. And that is the way with the system here. When it works, it really, it works. And I see that people are not fearful of of being poor because they know they will be taken care of somehow. Yes, they're fearful about how to make money, but it's not that they're going to be put in the street or lose everything like in the United States. So you have, and if you're sick, it's not that you're going to put all your money or you cannot afford a treatment because it's there for you. I think that's wonderful. And if people give birth, if a woman gives birth to a child, with something wrong with it? It's not a question, can I afford to give this surgery or this operation for my child? Performed. And doesn't cost you anything. It's part of the system. This is what I mean. There is some great good things about the system that they have here in this country. And when it comes to capitalism and communism, and I'm not saying communism, that we have that, we have socialism here, but there is not much difference because you have leadership in both instances and then you take control over the people the same way. And the capitalism, I wonder, you know, people are getting more and more poor, although you have more and more opportunity to make money. So when you are good about making money, you can make a real good fortune 
Whereas in the other system, it's not that easy. You more or less have to live outside of the country. <laughs> so, but then I see Sweden is such a great country in talent. My God, these people are talented. And they're also the most traveled people in the world. I'm sure I've seen that somewhere. But it's also the truth. I was um, taking uh, a cab the other day. And he told me he's, it's getting cool, cold soon. Now he's going to go to his vacation home in Thailand, which is on the other side of the planet. These things are possible here, that things are offered to Swedes, you know, that, is, that are not offered in the States. Cheap travel, for instance, to places where they have already organized things for Swedes, for instance. Swedish living and Swedish food and everything like that. So it's just, it's very organized, well-organized system. But again, I love the way, the way I live in Florida. And it's not that I feel that it costs more money than in Sweden, because wherever you live, wherever you live, you have to pay for it. It's like, I believe it is in fact cheaper to live in Florida than it is to live here in Stockholm. Look at the gas prices, for instance. Food has always been expensive here. Of course, now the prices in America have gone up so much, so it's actually cheap to live here. So this is what I'm saying, though, that with you, you can make yourself powerful just through tuning into that power within you and know that it can help you. It is actually the truth about you. This is what I call your inner light. What is this with your inner light? That is the God power. And people actually knew about this long before Christianity, long before religion, long before those religions took hold of people. So in the old days, and it's written about in the Old Testament, and mind you, the Old Testament and the Ten Commandments, that was written like 3,000 and more years ago. And we haven't been told that. It's somehow that even I, you know, I mean, I was brought up in the Protestant and the Christian faith. I was confirmed and all that, as everyone else. But I was under the impression that all this was a Christian faith, you know, in the Old Testament and the Ten Commandments. They're not at all. They're there. They've been there for a long, long time. And the Jews and the Muslims, they have the same Ten Commandments, of course, with variation because tradition has changed. But what they all said is to worship that number one power. You should have no other gods before me, says that one power, and that is, I am God. And it lives within you. It is your true I am. That is the truth about 
the power of self, that your I am me inside of you, that power is absolutely unlimited. It's beyond borders. You can use that for you. This is energy. It's actually a source of energy within you and it's under your guidance. Now the point is you have to send those messages to that power. That power, if you make it negative, it will destroy you because you will be a negative powerhouse. It's very, very hard to live on that. In the end, it will always take you out. But once you use that for the light and you are creative in how to use that power in building up love and strength and power within you to do good, not only for you, but for everyone, that is the secret of that power. I am the light. You can use it for the highest good for you, for everyone else. And that is the only power I use in my life. I forget the times because, you know, when you live with trouble, human trouble, you forget. It's normal. You blow your top. Good, do that because it's cleansing. And then you can start to Live the truth, which is that inner light. And once you come to the truth about you and you're blowing your top, you know. I believe in in blowing your top. You know, this outpost burst of anger at times. As long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, as long as you don't create problems, you don't hurt you or anyone else or any furniture or windows or whatever, it's okay. It's like a thunderstorm. Sometimes it has to rain with some lightning and and thunder. But you know, then the sun comes back and everything is beautiful and everyone feels happy again. And nature had its water. Everything is good again. So that power in you needs to be cleansed once in a while. You can do that, of course, through a cleansing meditation or healing session. But it's there, and it's for you to use. What is problem number one uh, quality you have to use in combination with your wishes to be one with this power within you, with this higher self? a certain integrity. Integrity, you, you you feel what is more right, you know, integrity. Integrity, well, what means? does that mean? Well, it means something like you have a certain feeling, a certain feeling of honor. What is right or wrong? And it means also that you're honest to yourself, that you follow that road of honor. And it seems people today, I see that in politics in America, they have no integrity anymore. They just change, this blow, you know, wherever the wind blows from, they just turn that way. 
or away from that way, whatever. But you know, integrity is so important. And I heard many who have said or know that's against my integrity. It's not quite principle, because a principle is you follow the rules. But with integrity, it's kind of unconditional, but it's a matter of honor, I would say. And that is what I feel is so uh, so important that we should have more integrity. And that other quality that I feel very important these days is to dare stand up. Stand up for you. Stand up for what's right and wrong. Dare speak up in the congregation. Dare speak up at a meeting. How many times have you been in a meeting and you really wanted to speak up, but somehow you never did? And you blame yourself afterwards a long, long time. I know many people say, yes, yes, you're right. For those times, I have felt something about the subject, and I add that that particular opinion of mine with some people who also go to the same meeting. And they say, I agree, yes. And I say, will you agree with me in the meeting when I stand up? And they say, oh, yes, of course we will. Once you do that, we will do that, and we will be with you. Then the meeting comes. I stand up and give that point. Do you know those people said they will be there and stand up for it? They don't. Just sit there and look down at the floor, you know, and look at the table. They just don't move. What is that? That's not power of self. And then afterwards they said, oh, you know, I felt, oh, I suddenly I didn't dare do that. And I, I didn't dare, you know, all those people were there looking at me. No, you put the wrong thing into the power of self. You put the fear in. You put the shame or whatever you you started to create for yourself. Power of self is standing up for something. For a principle is good too, but for your integrity. But for that, you know, you have to be faithful to your values. To have values, do you know what that means to have values? Well, sit down and think about it. What are your values? Somehow it goes together with integrity. Somehow it goes back to power of self, who you are. What do you stand for? You see that with children, some children stand up early on and try to say, no, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. And they stick with it. And if it's eating spinach or whatever, they just decided that this is not it. And then you kind of say one day, close your eyes and I'll make you eat something. And you have to guess what it is. You're playing a game. And eat one spoon after the other. And then I said, well, now I take the scarf off their eyes that I had put there before and they see that they have been eating spinach. (laughs) And it was actually quite good. 
we sit there with some ideas in our heads what we really want. But maybe we don't want that. Maybe it's just that you don't know better. This world is a world of ignorance, of not knowing a heck of a lot. Boom. It's something I have found out. This is a world of lack of knowledge. Oh my God, it is so true. So how do you get knowledge? How can you improve yourself with that and reach that knowledge? Well, through your attitude in wanting to open up and go to those who have knowledge. There are actually people with a lot of knowledge. And they're usually much older than you. I have all my life listened to older people because they were so exciting with all that knowledge and was knowledge about things that I had not even heard about before. So I listened with open ears and still do. And also, you know, I remember one woman, I was a student and I talked to this old German woman who had gone through two big wars in Germany, survived them. And all the wisdom she had to share with me. And she said as she was short and had gray hair up in a bun on her head and dressed in the very old-fashioned German way. And she spoke slowly, but she laughed at the same time. She had found all this wisdom and she was now able to laugh about a lot of things. She was laughing because she had a good home. She was laughing because now she had created security and a safe life for her. And she had children and she had grandchildren and she had food on the table. She was grateful for her survival through those difficult times. I met someone here recently and she expressed a pain or how she expressions of suffering in her face and the whole body was kind of caught up in in this pain that she evidently felt in her i think it was more in her mind because she was actually quite healthy and hadn't had much of sickness and was on no medication and she was old yes but she expressed all that pain. And then a member of my family said, and looked at me and said, my God, you have had so much pain than her, but you're laughing. You have fun, you're fun to be with. And of course, if you walk around out there, feel that everyone owes you something and that you're unhappy today because someone did something to you, you will continue to live an unhappy and miserable life and will eventually show on your body like your face will look sad at all times. And it starts at an early age, so you don't even have to be old for that. So do you have objection to these things I say? What is your objection? Well, one thing is also in all this, You have to control your emotions. I said 
just now, well, it's okay to blow your top if you get angry, as long as you get it out of you, out of your system, so you can be happy again. And that's okay. But now if you see someone who gets angry, or if, if your child suddenly gets very angry, let the child play out. And then you can say to your child, okay, now you must be happy because you cannot be angry like this for more than two minutes. The child hears, the child knows. And also tell your child, you must not throw anything out there. You must not say things that you will regret later. And that is important, that we control those words. You don't hurt anyone. Because others will never forget. Since you said that during a temper, or outburst of temper, you will forget very, very quickly. But others never will. And that's not good for the energy around you and others. And in all this also, forgive yourself. Forgiveness is so, it's such a great thing. Because if you walk around being angry with people or feel hurt or you even feel that you deserve not any good things because you're not being good about something to someone. Forget that. Forgive yourself. It's actually easier to forgive others than to forgiving yourself. It's hard to forgive yourself, but this is you know, very important for your for the power of self. Forgive yourself. Whatever sins you have committed, well, say it to someone. Go to your minister, to your priest, or someone you want to confess to, you know, that friend that you have been hurting. Get it out to your system and forgive yourself. If others will not forgive you still, it's okay. They are not ready to do that because that's their lesson to forgive you. Forgiveness is meaning sending love and light to someone. Not only, oh, I forgive you. I don't think that works because it has to go from your you from self from the heart to that other person and you do that sending light to someone it works i tell you and now send yourself light you put yourself in the light and then you brush off saying that code i give you in my session and you know keep on doing it day after day maybe it's okay already after one day and then don't ever allow yourself to bring it up again so this is about our called spiritually mastering yourself so you have to really forgive yourself now we have to do a little meditation I did know time has been flying away that quickly and I didn't even know what to say at the beginning. I thought, oh, so many other people talk so much about the power of self, but it sits in you. And I think in psychology, many times you forget that. 
sits in you and your relationship with the light and your relationship with your inner self. And now you close your eyes and you go deeper and deeper and deeper. And you feel at peace, so much at peace, and you relax. You feel very, very good at this moment. You feel you know something more about all you before your inner eyes. You see a big, big light. And you approach that light. It is a light that shines and sparkles. You feel that light as something very, very familiar to you. It's something you want to know. And you feel it closer and closer and closer. And you relax. Take a deep, deep breath. Deep, deep breath. You feel more and more and more into I am the light. I am the light. I feel it. I know it. I am in with that source of energy and love within me. I feel it growing and growing within me. Strong and strong and strong. I'm feeling my whole Finding your insight.com.
www.bodysoulconnection.com. Thank you so much for listening in. And I'll be with you soon. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank mm-hmm. you.